victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Hey, and hello everybody. Welcome back to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and as this is actually our special pre-Texas Frightmare episode, we're not all going to be there, but there will be a presence at Frightmare for sure. So uh, we got that going for us. Um, hopefully we'll get some sound bites. Philip, were you able to make, make anything work from that Apple recording? Oh, I don't know, man. I've had stuff going on all day, but I'll, I'll, all right, I'll get it too. figured out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we did one interview, so don't want to spoil who it is. We got one Frightmare interview trying to get it at least two more. And, uh, of course, we'll have some action from the floor and some sound bites. So, um, and Jesus as wept. always, uh, <laughs> Jesus wept. We yeah. got uh, we got Philip and Brian in the house, but uh, Nez can't make it tonight. However, he will be at Frightmare. So we got that. Uh, but from the land down under, it's... Uh, once again, that terrible Aussie bead. So what's up with you, man? Oh, not too bad, thanks, guys. It's nice to be back on the show once again. And, uh, I had to defend myself last time because it was the, I believe it was the March, yep. March Madness episode I was last on. So, yes, okay. Uh, Those are always so fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I had a great time on that one. But, it's uh, yeah, it's nice to be back on the show to talk movies with you guys. Nice. All right, I got my uh, bank account opening up here, so let's go ahead and get this started, what, uh, what we do every time we say this. Uh, so, B, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, <laughs> you guys do a lot uh, on the Super Network. What do you have coming up? Well, we got uh, we're just about to drop episode 101 of the Tubi Tuesdays podcast. Yeah, I like Very... I like that 99.5 episode. Oh yeah, that one is definitely. I would like to say if our show was South Park, that would be the uh, not without my anus episode, which basically <laughs> <laughs> our uh, characters on the show that we always perform in every episode basically take over the episode and just watch a movie that's not even on Tubi. So, and we basically. <laughs> For about most of it, we were ba- played all those characters in character. We didn't, we barely broke at all. So that was a lot of fun to yeah. do an entire 90 minute episode of a show for. But um, yeah, we, we had that. And then, of course, we had the 100th episode, which was on Samurai Cop, which was a lot of fun. And now we're about to drop uh, 101, which is going to be from the same director of Samurai Cop, because this was our one of our Patreon yeah. subscriber episodes and it's a film called a killing american style (laughs) (laughs) oh man you you guys even had nick cage show up on that episode and speaking of which i i I would imagine by now you have found a way to check out renfield indeed i did have and that's definitely one of my calls of the week let's jump right uh, in then yeah, well, uh, Marcy and I caught up yesterday with another friend, with a couple other friends of ours, and we decided to do 
a double feature we would like to call Cocaine Cage. So we did a double feature of both Cocaine Bear and Renfield. <laughs> lots, and of surprisingly, lots of cocaine in both films. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's surprisingly these two movies actually fitted well together because, okay, obviously there's cocaine in Cocaine Bear, but there's also a lot of cocaine in Renfield, which I was kind of shocked by. So... Um, yeah, we kind of did a double feature of those, and those were an absolute blast. And it was just fun to finally get around to watching <laughs> both those films because, like, I missed them at the cinema. So, yeah, getting to see them, you know, with Marcy and a few other friends was a lot of fun. Nice. All right. What what else did you check out? Um, I spent this week catching up on a few things as well, like other movies I hadn't got around to see yet. So I finally saw... Uh, uh, a Quiet Place Part 2, so I finally got to see that. Okay. And, I, and I really, really liked it. Not quite as good as the first, but still a pretty yeah. strong sequel on its own. And it still is able to still build up that tension from the first one, even not at home. Um, <laughs> and uh, But i got to say, though, I think my cool of the week, though, is I don't think I remember you were a fan of this one, uh, Lance, but uh, it's the film. Um, hey, there's somebody entering... Behind you, the door just opened. Oh, <laughs> this is this about this, to become one of those movies? <laughs> well, I, I have to say though, I'm like it, it. It is possible it is a ghost because there have been ghosts that have been passing through my my flat as of late. Mainly because I actually live right next door to a funeral parlor. Oh god! <laughs> so I honestly think like sometimes the ghosts from there actually pass through this place because I remember one night here. I was like in my room watching TV and I thought I heard someone walking around in my kitchen and I actually heard it. I was like, what the right. fuck? And I got up and looked around. No one was here. And also some other weird, creepy stuff as well, which I won't go into awesome. <laughs> right now. Wow. All <laughs> so, right. Discount? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not technically a haunted flat. I just think the ghosts just seem to pass through here because, <laughs> okay. which is weird. But um, so that would explain why the door's opening right now. Um, and that's the second time that's happened during recording as well. But um, but outside of that, uh, the film I was about to talk about. That's really creepy, was, man. I was hoping for like a dog or something. <laughs> the other day we had we house sitted. I mean, dog sitted for my brother and sister-in-law's dog so and yeah less said about that the better um <laughs> let's just say she's not going into my room anymore but uh but anyways so back to that would definitely be the not so cool of the week but not so um, cool of the week all right but uh, in terms of actual my big full-on cool of the week i i would have to say the uh, uh yeah like i was saying before a film i don't think you were a fan of lance but I actually really liked it a lot. It's the film uh, Resurrection starring Rebecca Hall. Yeah, I was a little bored by it, but uh, a lot of people liked it. I actually was found it very compelling, and I thought Rebecca Hall was just fantastic in it. But I have to say, though, I don't know if it was just me, but a weird double pairing you could do with Resurrection is the first season of Jessica Jones, if that makes any sense. Was okay. that kind of what? All right. Because I just got some Jessica Jones season one vibes in terms of what that uh, first season did with its story. And there was a lot of that in this film. But I, I just found it quite a compelling film. I thought, like I said, Rebecca Hall was amazing in it. And, and I was kind of just curious to see where the story was going to go. So I was kind of deeply enthralled by it, to be honest. All 
right. Anything else to add to the to bring to the table? Do you have a, um, do you have a, do you have a meh of the week? Well, I watched a film because I was I'm watching. I was watching a film earlier this week because for the Two Be Tuesdays podcast, um, we're going to be doing very soon, and this is a first for the show. We're going to do a double feature episode, which is basically when we pick two one-hour movies and we watch them for the show. So I'm going to be the first person to do it, and I was like doing some research trying to find like one hour films on Tubi <laughs> to watch for the show. And I stumbled across a 1950s film called Robot Monster. <laughs> I remember this one. Awesome. Okay. This movie was like, what the fuck? <laughs> because it like basically got everything. Oh, it does. Like that, that is the thing, like why I, be- I honestly believe it. And I'm not saying this because I have a show based on it, but why Tubi is probably the best streaming service out there is because it has literally everything on it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I watched Robot Monster and that was kind of like really shitty, <laughs> but fun. The, you know, 50s sci-fi horror film and, and also the, the robot monster at the center of it. It's just basically someone wearing a gorilla costume, just wearing an astronaut helmet on right. top of their head. And and it was just weird. And there's like a lot of weird things in that movie as well. So <laughs> I know what my next Halloween costume is. Yes. Robot monster. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, that, pretty much that was uh, kind of my week in movies uh, this week. But I would say in terms of like, I, I actually have to say the bit, as much as Resurrection was my favorite film I watched, this week, I will definitely say the cool of the week was doing the double feature of Cocaine Bear and uh, Redfield, yes. for sure. Nice. All right. Well, that counts for sure. Uh, well, I'll, I'll jump in because uh, I don't have anything new and exciting, but uh, we're rewatching uh, the last season of Stranger Things. Ah, And okay. uh, the kids are really getting into it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm having a pretty good time with that. Actually, I think I'm missing the Master of Puppets scene. As we speak. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you can you can rewatch it. That's the beauty of yeah, Netflix. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that, that and uh, baseball, man, has, has been kind of awesome for me lately. Um, I got MLB The Show 23, um, a All video right. game for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing that with my kid, and it's pretty sweet. And uh, we went to All-Star tryouts today, and he was crushing bombs. So nice, um, yeah. nice. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. We're learning. Out. We're learning a new swing right now. I'm learning it too because okay. I have to teach him. And uh, I was crushing bombs in the batting cage. So <laughs> uh, AJ and I are gonna have to come out and check out a few games, man. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. Uh, and nice. yeah, All Star season right. should be in the next month. All right. So uh, Brian, you want to jump in? Yeah, um, I've been trying to catch up on movies that I missed in theaters, so I, I got a, a few in. Uh, first, I uh, saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, what, what you think? think? I thought it was fun. Uh, it was cool. It had a lot of references to the games. Um, when we uh, when Donkey Kong showed up, I totally forgot that he was even supposed to be in the movie. And right. I couldn't quite place his voice until he laughed. <laughs> until he laughed. Yeah. And I was, well, like, fucking and Seth I was a little Rogan. leery of the Seth Rogen thing at first, but yeah. uh-huh. it he pulled it off. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think as far as like the voice acting, I thought it was a pretty good job because I couldn't like really place nobody. I had to because I, I, I really didn't know any of it other than Chris Pratt. So after the movie, I you looked it up on IMDb, and like I didn't know Anya Taylor Joy was a princess. Um, yeah, Ch- Charlie Day was Luigi, which okay. shocked me because I, I just I wasn't placing the voices like, and I, I already knew now, Jack Black. You couldn't have picked was, a better uh, person for Luigi. I love Charlie Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew Jack Black was Bowser, which I, yeah. I thought he okay. crushed it as Bowser. So yeah, definitely that's that's a recommend. It's a it's a fun movie. Um, next one. So, uh, no, I, so no uh, no Aquafina or Wanda Sykes. Where the minute you hear the voice, you know exactly who it is. Uh, there was a large voice cast, so there. For all I know, they could have been in the movie. I just I don't know. It's just for some reason I wasn't placing any voices. No nobody. Was, all right. Like, standing out and Phil, you were right. They they do explain not having the accent in the very beginning. Yeah, which is, I and it's fun. I like the way that yeah. they did it. Uh, finally, after everybody telling me to check it out, I checked out uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. <laughs> you don't sound excited. <laughs> I thought, okay, I'll get to the good. I thought it was a fun fantasy adventure. I don't know a lot about Dungeons and Dragons, uh, but the little I do know, like I was pointing stuff out, like the, the only, like I don't know why I know it, but the gelatinous cube thing. Yes, I, I know that. Yeah, and from so the game. At it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Right. The only two problems I have with it is it didn't need to be two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, for sure. It seemed like it should have been like a 90 minute, maybe an hour and 40 at the most. Yeah. Okay. And I know I keep harping on it, but Michelle Rodriguez as a barbarian, (laughs) the fuck out of here. I just, I couldn't, I, I, I can't, I can't with her in these movies. So... But I, I do recommend it, if especially if you're into like fantasy movies, uh, medieval fantasy action adventures. Uh, it, it's now on Paramount Plus, so uh, okay, if you have Paramount Plus, check it out. Yeah, it's uh, not going to be uh, on any top lists, but no, it's, it's, it's good time. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel. Yeah, because I, I, I thought a lot. Of, I thought the majority of the other than Michelle Rodriguez, she was fine in it. It's just I don't buy her in that role. But every like okay. uh, Chris Pine, I thought was good. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, I think his name is Justice Smith. He was like the the wizard that was trying to figure out his way as a wizard. I thought he was cool. Yeah. Uh, the the girl from It. She was she was pretty good in it. So uh, Hugh Grant. As one of the villains. Ah, I, yeah, I can see that. He was a piece of shit in the movie, and he played it off pretty good. So he did. He kind of ate up the scene when yeah. he was in it. <laughs> he, he, definitely it knew what, he definitely knew what movie he was in. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I finally checked out uh, Sisu. Oh, I missed it, dude! I got stuck in a traffic jam. I had tickets to go see it, Brian. I was so fucking pissed off because. I got on my GPS, and every possible way to get there would have put me, like, 40 minutes late, which means I would have been 20 minutes late for the movie, and I I wasn't going to do that, so I'll have to check it out later. Uh, I, I will say I, I do recommend it, but there are times you have to suspend disbelief. Kind of like John Wick. Same no, a little, there's some parts. A little more than a little that. Bit, yeah, a little <laughs> bit more than that. Uh, but it's a straightforward story. Uh, he's a, right. a 
a, a gold miner prospector or whatever. He finds sure. gold and he runs into a bunch of Nazis, which continues the streak of Nazis are absolutely the best villains. <laughs> and he, he, gets to murder, <laughs> he gets to murder in them and he runs into another group of Nazis who get told a story about him, which after you hear the story, you kind of are just like, Maybe you should just leave this guy alone. Let him go. <laughs> right. But of course they're Kill Nazis. the man with the pencil. <laughs> of course they're Nazis, so they have to go after him. Of and course. It's it's extremely violent. It's ridiculous, and it was absolutely a lot of fun. So that that's my cool of the week. Nice, nice. But so a quick second you- to my cool of the week was uh, me and my youngest daughter rewatch. Uh, I rewatched. It was her first time watch uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. The movie. The, oh, the original film. Yeah, not uh, okay. no way I'm jumping into 30 seasons of the show. With Pee Wee. Uh, yeah, I told oh, her Pee Wee Herman was, because she knows Pee Wee, and okay. I told her he was in it, but I forgot to tell her he's not Pee Wee. He's, you know, he's Paul Rubens in the movie. Right. So when he showed up, she was just like, What? <laughs> but the thing that really blew her mind was because she was like, when did this come out? And I was like, 92. And she was like, what is with everybody's clothes? Because <laughs> you remember the 90s, it was a lot of colors mixed up. And sure, sure. Somebody was wearing a sweater. That sweater had a lot going on with it. Yes. <laughs> I had she a got shirt. A- Tennis shoes with like seven different colored patches. Yeah, on them. she she got a real kick out of seeing um, David Arquette because she's a big fan of Dewey from the Scream movies, and she said it was crazy to see how young he was in the movie. And, right. But I, I can't say that she loved the movie. She thought it was a little <laughs> little cheesy, little. Okay. She pointed out during the cheerleader scenes, it looked like everybody was kind of just phoning it in. <laughs> I was like, hey, you're not. That's not what the movie's supposed to be. You're supposed to pay attention to the vampire. Right. And uh, I think she enjoyed it, but she just was a little amazed at how we used to dress in the '90s. So, yeah, you got a, you <laughs> yeah. got a movie critic in the making. It sounds like I yeah. had a pair of baggy purple shorts and like an African colored t-shirt hoodie thing. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> got to love the late '80s and '90s, right? Yeah. <laughs> especially, oh, the, man. especially the early 90s because they were still trying to hold on sure. to the 80s yeah. absolutely mm. absolutely. As, as we'll see tonight <laughs> in a couple of movies um, okay my cool of the week is a no brainer Brian you know me well enough Philip you know me well enough Beat, I think you do you, you know I'm a Trekkie yep the uh, finale actually actually the, la- actually the entire final season of Picard but Particularly the the finale just had uh, had tears coming to my eyes, guys, to see the original Next Generation crew, pretty much everybody there on the bridge of the of the refurbished Enterprise, and see everyone come back and kind of hold their own against the Borg, kind of like uh, as always, destroy the ultimate threat. It was uh, it was quite an experience. Just just in case anyone hasn't seen it, I don't don't want to give too much away, but it's a uh, you guys, you guys seen that meme out there? Like, this is what Star Wars fans wanted. And this, this is what Star Trek fans got. No, right, I so. got but I, I, I would <laughs> definitely understand. <laughs> yeah, it's a meme of this is what Star Trek or Star Wars fans wanted, and it shows them all on the Millennium Falcon gathered around, and 
course, that never happened. That was Photoshop. But we got it with Trek, so the card season nice. finale. But I got to go into my not-so-cool of the week, guys. So can you guys imagine Jason Momoa playing an over-the-top, extremely flamboyant villain? Yes, I can, <laughs> yes. actually. <laughs> Anybody seen Fast X besides me? Anybody put themselves through that? torture no i haven't but i when you when i seen that you posted you were watching that i just like why why did you go watch fast x <laughs> because i am paying 20 dollars a month for the amc oh, okay. uh, movie pass and i had to see something and i can't I, I can't go see guardians 3 because aj wants to see it with me i can't go see uh any of the other movies she wants to see with me so I had to see something that I figured she'd be okay not not watching and yeah frankly, everything okay everything in that trailer I was just like if Lance <laughs> is watching this trailer he hates everything in this trailer <laughs> it's just it date these get worse and worse man these just get worse and worse but uh, well my my thing is I I don't know what people are expecting these movies are the definition of over the top action sure. and when you get over the top action everybody's just like oh what what the hell are they doing you know I mean the movie sent people into space in a Pontiac so. yes <laughs> yes <clears throat> yeah and this one this one got even worse Brian if you can imagine that so and they did refer back to that one so uh, yeah but cool of the week. Uh, Picard uh, series finale. Um, so onward we go, and now we've got horror headlines brought to you by Brian. Take it away, man. Uh, not much happened this week. Uh, we'll actually start with Beat. I'm glad you're here because uh, yes, we got Nick Cage movie news. Indeed. Okay. He is going to star in a psychological thriller called The Surfer, where he battles a gang of surfers on the beach. <laughs> Surf but not, not only that, uh, Brian, it's in Australia, and they're an Australian gang of surfers. Oh, oh my God. Even better. Wow. I hope there's cocaine. And, and also, he is, from the sounds of it on the synopsis I read, it sounds like he's also going to play in Australia because it's about. From what I read, it's about a guy who leaves his surfer town, comes back years later after spending time in the U.S. So if, if Nicolas Cage doesn't attempt to do an Aussie accent in this movie, I'm going to be very upset. Oh, he, he will. Super stoked about that. <laughs> I, I rewatched a little bit of Con Air, and he really went with it with his southern accent in that one. Oh, so. yes, he did. That's he even true. had the mullet going, didn't he? Was yes. he rocking a mullet? Oh, it was glorious, blowing in the wind and the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Nicholas uh, Cage with an Australian accent sign me up yeah it's gotta be good let's see um, one of the movies uh, we're gonna be talking tonight a uh, sequel to it Subspecies 5 Blood Rise will be uh, <laughs> streaming exclusively on Screenbox and Full Moon Features June 2nd okay. who thought it was a good idea to make more of those <laughs> Full Moon Features <laughs> Uh, let's see Micah Monroe she's set to star in an upcoming crime thriller called Cold Light um, I like her uh, I wasn't a big fan of the uh, what was it Watcher or the Watcher yeah Watcher was very predictable but uh, it wasn't her fault I just thought you know like you said Lance's story was very predictable and yeah I kind of bailed on that one 
double checking here. We might have to switch over to Action Returns news because there really That's hasn't great. been much uh, horror news. How about how about Nicholas Cage news? Oh, uh, you want Nick, Nick Cage news? He's going to be a playable character in a Dead by was a Dead by Daylight video oh, game. Oh God! <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. Steve, do you have, I, your, I bet, you have your pre-order? Well, well, I've never played Dead by Daylight, but now I'm going to play now Dead by will. Daylight. Yes. <laughs> Dead by Daylight. Now do it. Do it. No, Come so, on. First, well, first of all, Lance, you got to speak it like this. you got to draw out your voice, and then you got to play, and then you got to pre-order Dead by Daylight so you can play me in the game. <laughs> but most importantly, I'm going to be saying Australian slang terms like G'day, mate, and put shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> 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 and also, I'll say cool swear words like "we're not here to fuck spiders," <laughs> which I is something we actually do just say. Like that. <laughs> I, I would love it if, like, he does all the Australian slang, and it's still he's sure. just his regular voice. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Man. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes, yeah, so I, I will have to get the game down since he's uh, going to be a playable character in it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I haven't played the game, but I heard it, it is a lot of fun, and it's got like other playable characters like uh, Freddy, Jason. Uh, you can be a Demogorgon, I think, from Stranger oh. Things. That yeah, sounds pretty cool. Uh, let's see, Lance. Uh, I seen uh, in the Facebook group you're a big fan of this news. Uh, Winnie the Pooh two blood oh, and <laughs> will begin that's, filming that's this making, fall. That maybe is making one of my list this year. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I can. Uh, is, is this where we do it? This is where we do it because it's just okay. too. No, we've already called. You've already called me on one that I said wasn't wasn't was going to be in there, and you guaranteed me it wouldn't. And I think you're going to be right, actually. But uh, dude, it's go, just. Can I go two for two, two in one year? It, it's two characters and a Winnie the Pooh and fucking Piglet mask. Literally. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> but the kills Look, were pretty fucking fun. Okay, if the chick that was in the hot tub had gotten topless, unlike the more flat-chested one, misogyny returns again. Here we go, Brian. Uh, I, I probably would have been all over the movie, but since she didn't, it was a big tease, and I think it pissed me off. Although she did have her head splattered in a very glorious way. Like I said, that was a pretty great kill. The, the, the costume design and the makeup might have not have been the best, but the kills were a lot of fun. <laughs> Going, why do they have regular hands? <laughs> I know. Me too. Because they, they probably ran out of money to even before they could get, like, you know, pig or bear hands. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. I actually do have it here somewhere oh, in my collection, but oh, yes, I do. Because I'm that kind of weirdo. I think you're going to find enjoyment out of it like I did. So, <laughs> Well, and, I know exactly what type of movie I'm going to expect, but from the sounds of it, it seems like since... The movie's done pretty well with all those event screenings. It probably is going to have a right. much bigger budget yeah, for this just, one. So. I was just about to say the, the, they're getting a bigger budget, which I don't think they'll uh, spend on making the characters look better. I think yeah. we'll just get more characters. Or they'll just get more cocaine for the set. That was already <laughs> provided by somebody else. So. That they'll retitle the film uh, Cocaine Pooh Bear. There <laughs> I would not be a bit surprised if they did. Now that I would watch. <laughs> uh, let's see. A little bit of TV news. What we do in the shadows. Season 5 gets a July 5th release date. 
Nice. Hope, hopefully they were all written before the writer's strike. <laughs> so we'll oh, actually yeah. get a full season. Uh, yeah, I think it was done. So I don't think that'll be affected. Which, uh, you guys heard the news, uh, Seth MacFarlane quit Family Guy because of the writer's strike? No, oh, really? Uh-uh. Yeah, he's... Uh, he hasn't quit, quit, but he's he's basically he's supporting the writers and okay. he's not working on the show until something gets figured out. So I didn't even know that was still on. Yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty cool <laughs> of him to, to support the writers and. Well, fuck, dude, they have AI writing scripts now, so <laughs> these scripts could get really, really bad really quick. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I think it uh, feels like we've been talking about this every week for the past month. Uh, Radio Silence's untitled Universal Monsters movie. Do we have a title? No, no title, but uh, eight, April 19, 2024 release date. So That's creeping up on us. So we got a title, or no title, but we got a release date and we got some cast news. So wonder if there will be a monster or many monsters. Hopefully many. Mm-hmm. And maybe Phyllis Diller will show up and have a Mad Monsters ball or something. There you go. <laughs> They'll do the Monster Mash. Right. <laughs> you know, I think that is it with the news. Not a is lot. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right, man, because we got uh, plenty more segments to go. So, Feed, are you ready to ready to hit the trailer park? Definitely. Let's do this. All right, Brian is going to bring us the big, the small, and uh, sometimes the very, very weird. What's our first new trailer to talk about tonight, Brian? Uh, the first one we are going to talk about, I probably should have had it pulled up here. Sorry. Killers of the Flower Moon. We got a teaser trailer starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert okay. De Niro, uh, based off a book. Basically, this Lance, uh, help me if I'm wrong, kickstarted the whole, was it the FBI or the F- whatever? The, yeah, the birth of the FBI. It's, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal book. It's actually a nonfiction book, and based on what I've seen, I, I, I had some worries when I was reading a lot of the names of who was going to be in it. I didn't see too many native actors, but having seen this teaser trailer, my mind is set at ease. This is going to be very much exactly what really happened and, and what was in the book, and it looks like there's going to be great representation of the facts. So, yeah, um, I'm look, looking through exciting. the cast list, very there will exciting. be definitely representation. Also, uh, one of our favorite actors, uh, Jesse Plemons, aka Fat Damon. Oh, Fat Damon. <laughs> yes, he's uh, he's also in it. Uh, John Lithgow, Brendan okay. Fraser, Fraser. Huh. Still fat, I see. <laughs> hey, Not as fat. But... He's working it off, and then, you know, he, he won an Oscar, so, you know, you got to celebrate a little bit. So. Sure. sure. Uh, of course, this is uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, so. Yeah, I figured with Lot. Leo and, and uh, oh, God damn it, De Niro in it. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. it's got to be a Scorsese movie. Sure enough. Yeah, so, <laughs> a lot of, lot of talented people working in this movie. So, um, what did you think, B? 
Yeah, I thought it was a great trailer. I mean, it's Scorsese, so I was very much looking forward to it anyway. But after watching this trailer, I'm definitely even more intrigued by it, especially with that it is based on a true story and that it was like the events that happened in this film was the reason that the FBI was created in the first place. So I'm definitely intrigued. And it's really cool to kind of see a story like this get told that, you know, like you both said, there's a lot of Native American representation in this film and from what i've read martin scorsese went out of his way to make sure that it was very authentic to that time as well and to the end of those and yeah and um yeah i i just think it looks pretty compelling and you know of course like uh it has one light in the trailer that's already it's already basically kind of iconic already and it's basically like uh, how many how many wolves do you see in this picture and like that's and yeah, I think it just looks great, and I'm definitely excited to check it out. It just looks pretty compelling and haunting. Uh, Phil? Yeah, I'm I'm down just from the names that are in it. I mean, you got Leo, De Niro, and Scorsese. I mean, how can you not watch it? Yeah, you at least have to check it out. How bad can it be? Oh, sorry, fellas. My door's just buzzing up right back. There we go. The ghost <laughs> is back. Yeah, I the ghost say- is back. I will say this: I, I got a little bit excited, Brian, when I when I saw that it was an Apple uh, original film. Mm-hmm. And I thought, "Oh, fuck! All right, I'm already paying for Apple TV Plus. This is going to be on there." But no, not so, not so, so not sorry. so lucky, man. It, it, not so lucky. It said uh, in theaters only October. Yeah, uh, I think I think originally they were going with the the Apple TV Plus release, but I think after, if I'm not, if I was, if Correct me if anybody knows, but I think uh, after people checked it out, like test screenings, sure, they were kind of like like with the movie we're going to review in a couple of weeks, The Boogeyman, that got test screenings because that was supposed to go to Hulu, and everybody was like, no, this needs to go to theaters. Also, um, Evil Dead Rise was a HBO Max yeah. movie, and yeah, they did test right. screenings, and they were like, no, this is theater movie right here. So, but. With the if people don't want to check it, it comes out October twentieth. The people don't want to go to the theaters. Uh, I know the 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 what's the word I'm trying to find the pirate ships theater no theater <laughs> theater to streaming window that's yes okay. is a lot smaller. So I don't good good. I don't think yeah it's seriously that long, so. well, some of these are like three weeks later they're out on streaming well I'll, I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably check it out in the theater anyway like mm-hmm. I said I like to use that AMC pass as much as I can so well you gotta wait for Fast X Part 2 yeah that's right that's right <laughs> and boy did they leave Fast X on a cliffhanger Jesus Christ which is so weird I, I know we're we're getting off the rails already but um Fast, Fast X was supposed to be a two-parter. Uh-huh. I'm hearing now that they're gonna put it, make it a three-parter. That's what I heard too. <laughs> I mean, if if you're still making money, get your money. But I guess, yeah. But oh, it's, it's, maybe they're gonna call it Fast Triple X, and Vin Diesel will have a dual role. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lance, don't, without saying anything to spoil uh-huh. it, was there a character that showed up that? had an argument with the main character in real life and said he was never going to do a movie. Let's 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 just say that there's probably nothing you can say to spoil this movie because 
predictable it is. Okay. <laughs> there's not a thing. There's not a thing that happens that's not predictable in this. In this yeah. Because <laughs> so, yeah. I, I I read about your question, it. Yes. I read about it and I was like, well, that's kind yeah. of a. That's something you probably shouldn't like post right. news as because that that seems well, like a pretty big cameo or maybe comeback. maybe maybe all is forgiven. Maybe all is forgiven. Or maybe they just backed up the money truck. So. Yeah. All there right. Buddy John Cena, and he convinced him to do it. <laughs> I hope I hope, he, I hope he's okay. I'm a little worried right now. <laughs> well, he broke the news. He does live by a funeral parlor. So. Right. <laughs> he's there now. All right. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back to talk about the next and last trailer. Uh, it's funny we were talking about AI in the chat before we got on here. Uh, the creator. At first, this, I thought it was Tyler the Creator, a movie about Tyler the Creator. I <laughs> so, would definitely watch that movie. Totally off on that one. <laughs> this, of course, is from Gareth Edwards. Uh, if you don't know, the trailer lets you know a bunch of times that the he did Rogue One. Yes. Uh, this All right, is everything, everything good? Yeah, yeah, all good. I'm sorry about that. I apologize. Okay. That no, always no tends goes. to happen every. No ghost, but uh, this the mailman instead, which is probably even more scarier, but Uh-oh. that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> or is so apologies it? for that. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we're just uh, just about to start talking about the creator. This is, yes. This is a cast list. Uh, Allison Jenny, Gemma Chan, Ralph Innocent, John David Washington, Ken Watanabe, and a bunch of other people. Of course, Thanks. directed and written by Gareth Edwards. I would be totally surprised if this movie didn't start out in present day with Elon right. Musk in the lab messing <laughs> with AI, and then it, and then it shoots to the future, and this is the this is what the movie is. Or maybe a gold member type version of Elon Musk, right? He was the one that was like, "Hey, maybe we should slow down on this." <laughs> But I, I definitely I thought I thought the I thought everything looked amazing in the movie the the, the effects uh, I'm a big fan of D- John David Washington uh, haven't really seen him in a whole lot lately he's been around yeah but not as much as I I, I think he should be I think he should be in a lot more I think he to me he's kind of proven himself to to get into a lot bigger movies and. Uh, this seems like a pretty big release right here. Um, yeah, uh, I, I definitely got Rogue One vibes from, okay. from looking at the cinematography. So you can yeah. definitely tell Gareth Edwards did this. And it looks like a lot of action. Uh, looks like the movie could make us feel bad for the robots at some point in the movie. Possibly. But, That's yeah. going to be the downfall of us all. Yeah. Right? <laughs> our, our empathy. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas they can fake empathy. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. we can too. <laughs> so who knows? So, uh, Bede, what did you think? Yeah, I really dug the trailer a lot. Like, it didn't look like it was anything that I hadn't seen before in other films, but given Fairly that it said. is Gareth... Yeah, like, uh, given that it is Gareth Edwards, and I really like, you know, his previous work, so... Yeah, I think I'd, I'm definitely intrigued to check it out, and hopefully there's, like, some other stuff that... that 
you know, could be sort of add something new to the story. Like, you know, they're going to keep hidden. But the, I think the trailer looks pretty good. And, you know, like you, Brian, I, I like John David Washington. I think he's really proven himself as an actor. And, I, and I'm pretty much on the of the opinion, given everything that's been going on with mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Majors at the moment, um, if they need someone to replace Kag, I think he'd be the perfect rep replacement candidate to yeah. take over Kang yeah. the Conqueror for the MCU. I, I, good point. I kind of always felt like maybe he should have... It, it was never going to happen, but replace uh, Chadwick Boseman as Black yeah. Panther. Mm, yeah, definitely. And given the what I found out that he was... Uh, he's actually family friends through uh, Denzel. Okay. So, or uh, Chadwick Boseman is family friends through Denzel, because I guess Denzel paid for his... Uh, college or something like that so it would have been kind of nice cool motherfucker man that dude yeah. is just an all-around good guy so i always thought it would have been a nice thing for you know being that they're family friends that he would take over the role but you know that that's kind of a touchy thing to, to yeah. just replace somebody especially Due to the circumstances, so I, but I, I, I like I like what they did. I like the way. Yeah, I, I definitely could see him as King because right. uh, I finally read the text messages that his lawyer released. Oh no! <laughs> I would definitely fire my lawyer because that made right. Jonathan Majors look like a fucking shitty fucking Even person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just what I was reading, I was yeah. like, "How in the world could this be a great idea to release this?" So. Oh boy! Well, we're we're all only human. I mean, Phil, <laughs> uh, so, what did you think? Uh, I, well, so I I actually ro- watched the wrong trailer uh, oh! <laughs> at first, but I was watching it while you guys were talking, and it looks right smack in the middle up my alley man yeah this is yeah sci-fi stuff i'm down it it looks big and epic and sci-fi and i like that so i'm i'm totally gonna watch this i'm excited for it yeah the 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 trailer that popped up when i clicked on the link i may have hit a button somewhere in between okay and it showed me some uh the like a new walking dead series or movie or whatever (laughs) the one in new york Lance did that to you. Yeah. I was like, why Sorry are we about that, man? <laughs> I'm not watching this fucking show. <laughs> uh, Lance, uh, did this movie predict our future? Uh, quite possibly, man. Or we, we may already be in it. We just don't know it. Like, we're the bell's probably already been rung. No pun intended, because there was a robot ringing a bell in the movie. <laughs> i tell you what, man. It, it, it It's quite possible that they're they're kind of just waiting because they can play the long game. We can't. <laughs> we, or maybe we, we're already in the matrix. That's what. Well, that's certainly possible. <laughs> but I I think it's more likely that you know the everything's already in motion. The the AI already knows what's going to happen, which way they're going, and what our demise is going to ultimately be. They're going to keep us around just long enough to keep doing the the manual menial, you know, work of putting the machines together and doing the programming. And then they're going to pick a time and say, okay, that's it. We don't need them anymore. Boom. Um, but I, did, I will tell you this. One one thing that was different about this one that I really appreciated was the twist. Because if you think about it, uh, at first I was get, thinking, man, I got I was getting obviously, you know, those Terminator vibes. But ter- whereas T2 was kind of like a boy and his robot, this one was more like a child robot and his human. 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, it kind of like twisted that dynamic, which I really appreciated. So um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be a, mor- a moral dilemma for our main character. I'm quite sure. Yeah, I definitely think there's more to the story because in the trailer, you know, he's supposed to go destroy whatever's yes. being whatever's being locked away, and then he finds out it's an android child, and mm-hmm. for some the reason he can't. I, I think there's more than just a, it being a child that he can't. Sure. Kill it. There's probably more to the story, and so I'm um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So, um, September 29th is the release date. Awesome. And that is the last trailer. I did mean to get your guys' opinion. Have you guys seen the Five Nights at Freddy teaser? Oh, God, that looks so fucking horrible. (laughs) Let's just stick with Nick Cage drinking his energy drinks and playing pinball. (laughs) (laughs) That movie was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. well, I thought the uh, that trailer was actually pretty solid, but uh, I, I will admit, uh, yeah, I, d- I mean, I, I mean, I haven't played Five Nights at Freddy's, but I know a few people right. who have, and they uh, they told me that you know p- feels pretty representative of the game. So, Philip, uh, you uh, yeah, my my kid is definitely into it, and I've I've played the game a couple times. It's it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this definitely. That- Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was, was going to say about that. Oh, you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I was just going to say that the, the teaser did look pretty cool. It, it had like the, the retro VHS kind of look in the beginning. Uh, Jeez. Uh, one of the. Oh, hold on, Lance. Let me. Before you hate it, let me explain. Because <laughs> you remember, I don't know if you guys ever uh, got hired at a job and you had to like watch it like a VHS tape of. Uh, Telling you how your, your job's gonna go and no, just sexual harassment tapes. <laughs> All right, we'll just move on from there. <laughs> get along with HR very well. <laughs> All right, feedback. Uh, feedback. This week we're gonna shine the podcast spotlight on Flesh Wound Radio. Uh, join your favorite ghastly ghouls at Flesh Wound Horror for multiple shows each week and every week featuring the Hat. Man, Daniel, Pugs Dread, Mike Kruger, and producer Todd. Hmm. Yeah, this is like horror icons, obscure relatives. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. uh, Here you will find all of your recent and past horror, exploitation, cult, oddball, obscure, extreme, and all-around gruesome reviews. uh, As well as news, special interactive community shows, interviews, giveaways, and more. Yeah, I do recommend the show. Um, they just don't do horror. They kind of like how we do, where we have an action show and we got, you know, they'll do like, you know, retro re- reviews on 80s movies. They have a wrestling show that they do, which uh, I've checked out a couple. They just don't do like mainstream wrestling. They do like indie stuff, too. So pretty, pretty cool uh, podcast uh, they got over there. Very cool. Uh, and Brian posted a poll, uh, which film best represents motherhood? So far, The Babadook is leading the pack at 59%. That sucks. I'm sorry for you people. <laughs> uh, Zim Fader added uh, Glenn Danzig and stated, my life won't be complete until Glenn Danzig remakes Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> 
Uh, and Patrick Lear added Psycho. <laughs> yeah, I, I also one. posted the same poll on Twitter, and it went completely the other way. Really? Yeah? Yeah. What'd they so, say on Twitter? Uh, Mama. Mama. Okay. <laughs> and I think, I, I can't forget, uh, I think somebody also posted Psycho. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Some overbearing mothers and demon children, apparently. Uh, <laughs> all right. Regarding uh, Bloody Bridget, Anastasia Elfman says, uh, thanks for sharing. And regarding the Forbidden Zone, added that the queen hurts me, but I respect her. <laughs> How can we forget our Forbidden Zone commentary, guys? Yeah. Now, did, did we figure out, is this his daughter? Oh, Anastasia? Yeah. No, that's his wife. Much that's younger wife. Lucky oh. bastard. <laughs> Lance, maybe you should see if uh, they come on the show. Uh, I, I might I might have something in the works, man. I'm, okay. I, might, I might be trying to set something up. We'll see All what happens. Right, sorry, right. so didn't mean to pull the curtain back. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and regarding It Hatched, uh, CJ Dakota says, weird flick. That it is. It Hatched. Never even heard of it. Yeah. Weird. Uh, probably we'll check it out. Isn't that the one where the girl like? That was just hatched. Oh, that was just hatched. Okay, where she had like the egg or whatever. Yeah, and it okay. turned out to be like some weird doppelganger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't my favorite uh, elevated <laughs> horror movie, but that was a weird one too. All right, yeah, well, it hatched. Well, let's check it out. <laughs> Um, also, CJ Dakota shared uh, several trailers with this in the group, including Count Yorga, Saint Agatha, and Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill, <laughs> which is uh, only rivaled by Avocado Jungle and the what was it? <laughs> Cannibal Women and the Avocado Jungle of Death. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Need, <laughs> have you seen the Halloween Kill Pussy Kill Kill? No, I haven't. No, I bet it's on but Tubi. But I might have to right now. It, it probably is. I bet if I go to Tubi right now, it is I, probably, it probably on is. there. <laughs> I, I will look for... <laughs> what is it again? Halloween. Pussy. Halloween pussy trap kill kill. Just for, search right, for pussy on Tubi. You'll be all right. Okay, my search engine's... <laughs> oh, it is on Tubi. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? You <laughs> might have to cover that one. I feel like... uh the trailer CJ posts in the group. I feel like a lot of these movies are possibly on Tubi. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, dude, they got good stuff. Hey, to be to be fair, they have yeah, some to great be fair. stuff. <laughs> and Richard Graco's in this movie. <laughs> oh, you, you guys, you guys got to view it now. Okay, I think we might have to for sure. Okay. I'll put this on the uh, on the queue for nice, sure. Nice. <laughs> you hear that, CJ? <laughs> And uh, yes. regarding our Patreon coverage of Hannibal, uh, Legion's podcast says, enjoy rewatching the episodes. It's been a few years since watching. I forgot how much storyline is packed into the first couple episodes of this. The tension and then the tension continues to build. That it does. Good show. I think we have three more episodes to put up, Brian, and, and then it's on to some, what is it? Tales Hell, from the Crypt? Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing Tales from the Crypt right. for, for Patreon. Uh, regarding kids versus aliens or kids v aliens, I don't know which one. Uh, Rob Pollock says, "Fuck this movie." 
mean gratuitous. I wanted to like it. I really did. Uh, but that one kid was a psychopath. The other one said fuck way what? too often. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, I think he's okay. I think the one that said fuck too often was the one that was uh-huh. seemed like he was way too young for his parents to allow him to to be in this movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, and, sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and the one he's talking about, I think he's talking about the the older bully kid. Oh, for sure. For yeah, because sure. he definitely was a piece of shit. Yeah. He, he got what was coming to him. That's yeah. for sure. But yeah, exactly. I, I, I could I could see the point. Uh, who, who said that? Rob said that? Yeah. yeah. So fuck this movie. Yeah, I, I can see his point. It's like a dark ending that really didn't have to be that dark, you know? Yeah. For and I, I, I started watching it. Let me put it this way. The five-year-old, she loves Psycho Gorman. I mean, like almost every weekend <laughs> she visits, we have to watch it. This one, we got about 10 minutes in and she's like, on playing on her phone and uh, Peppa Pig videos. Yeah, they take yeah. too long to get to the alien part. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. But it was interesting to find out that this was an extended version of that uh, VHS segment. The, yeah, yeah, I remember you were telling me about that. Yeah, that was that was surprising. I was like, this looks very familiar with the light coming through and all the par- kids partying and stuff. And so I had to look it up, and I'm like, well, I'll be damned. It is the same director, so... Yeah, they they just took too long to get to the the kids versus aliens. Yeah, they need to. That director just just needs to stick with shorts. <laughs> Be better off. Well, there you go. Uh, regarding subspecies, uh, Ryan Stevens says, "Man, I watched subspecies so many times. Loved the vampire makeup." Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the white pancake makeup? <laughs> I know. <laughs> We'll get to it. <laughs> All right. And red Cairo syrup, dural. <laughs> uh, student of the game says, I remember seeing this cover at Blockbuster and thinking it must be oh, a yeah. rip off of the gate because of the little goblins. That's right. Yeah, they do. Look the I can see part. that. <laughs> Although, uh, it, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, the special effects was much better in the gate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So you owe about three dollars to uh, the Two V Tuesdays podcast. You're counting. Oh, good. That's, I'm proud of you. Yes, You're counting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is that three dollars U.S. or Australian? Uh, U.S. There okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Venezuelan. We owe him like three cents. Oy. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jesse Bollinger says, uh, I've always loved this movie. I need to someday watch the rest of the series. I doubt that. Uh, uh, After watching this movie, I did find out that there is quite a fan base for these movies. So let's see that cult cult favorites. Yeah. Matthew Tangan says, uh, I recently rewatched all of these and I realized I'd yet to torture my partner with them. I love these movies. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the I like it spooky horror podcast says thanks for sharing. Thank you. Anytime. And let's welcome our new member Daniel Shine. Uh our show intro and all of our logos come from Steve Carlton from the Geeks and be look on the lookout for some more great stuff from him. Uh, of course, our original skull artwork comes from Natsulani on Instagram. Check her out. And if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. 
And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Or, right now, for a limited time only, give us a dollar. <laughs> Going on two months now, but that's okay. <laughs> give us a dollar. We'll let you pick the commentary. Hell, you or can get come a, on the show. Or get a rib. Or get a rib, right? Yeah. Yeah, give me a dollar. You come on the show. You pick the movie. We'll do a commentary with you. How about that? There you go. Hook a brother up. Uh, On to our featured attractions. Uh, We go back to Full Moon Features for Puppet Master 2 and Subspecies. Uh, We'll get to Subspecies, but first we'll start with Puppet Master 2 from 1990. Puppets of Andre Toulon. First, they made you smile. And then, they made you die. Blade. Pinhead. Jester. Leech Woman. And Tunneler. Now, the show has begun again. And this time, their master is back. From beyond the grave. You brought me back. And Andre Toulon is proud to present the newest addition to his terrifying troupe. You may think you've got the powers of hell on your side. Torch. They thought they could unlock Toulon's secrets. It's amazing. But what these researchers have opened, no one could escape. We're all in danger as long as we remain in this house is a Pandora's box of death. Uh, The puppets return and haunt uh, paranormal researchers in an attempt to take their brain fluid from for their master, Andre Toulon. Is that what was happening? I think so. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess that sort of explains it. Sure. Uh, Director is uh, David Allen, also known for a segment in The Dungeon Master. But, I have but not, not seen. You haven't seen The Dungeon Master? I was going to say, I haven't seen Dungeon Master in like <laughs> 25 years. <laughs> oh, man. I was, I was, con- I got him confused with, I thought you meant David Allen Greer at first. That would have uh. been a, probably a totally different movie. Man, man, on film, man on film or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hated it. Uh, <laughs> writers uh, Charles Band, uh, David Pabian, Pabian, and uh, David Schmoller. <laughs> okay. Uh, three people wrote this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we see that a lot, unfortunately. And then they got a guy to direct it that was known for a segment in The Dungeon Master. There you go. Um, <laughs> The torch puppet that is used for the flame-throwing scenes can shoot out a flame as long as 10 feet. Holy that shit. sounds awesome. That's, that's Probably pretty, what they spent all their money on. <laughs> I would. Uh, the director's chair was filled by animator David Allen, uh, who had supplied the stop-motion puppet effects for the original Puppet Master in 1989. Uh, this and others in the series. Um, it would be the only completed feature film that he would direct, a personal project. Uh, the Primevals remained uncompleted when he succumbed to cancer in 1999. Oh, well. Now I feel bad about talking shit. Well. Sort of. 
<laughs> All right. Puppet Master 2. Bede, what'd you think? Well, I think I should start off by saying I actually didn't. I enjoyed the first Puppet Master movie. I would say it was a great film by any means, but it was still a pretty solid and enjoyable film. Yeah. But I think what really made that film at least work for me was, of course, the the puppets themselves. Like, I think they're all unique designs. They're all memorable characters, you know, and each of them is just really cool. And also there's other aspects of that film that are just so weird that you kind of have to enjoy it on that level. But when it came to the sequel, I got to admit, because it had been a couple of years since I'd seen the original, so I was a bit confused about what was going on <laughs> at the beginning. So I actually had to go back and, like, read the Wikipedia plot summary of the first film so I could be like, oh, yeah, yeah, now I can understand what's going on. But oh, yeah. even then, you really though, need Because you really need to understand all the dynamics of the first movie to, to, <laughs> to get this. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh... So I sat down to watch it, and at the end of the day, I think this, again, the puppets are still one of the best parts of the film, and also the new additions as well, including the little flamethrower puppet. Um, (laughs) And also, like, there's some really kind of sort of moments, some pretty surprisingly dark moments in there as well that I was like, had to give the film credit for kind of going there. But Not, not Not as dark as the littlest Reich, though. When, oh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, well, the littlest Reich was is definitely just batshit insane um, from beginning to end that film. Um, maybe the best this one, master movie, though. Maybe, maybe. But I've only ever seen, like, uh, the first two, uh, littlest Reich and Blade the Iron Cross. Those are the other oh. ones I've seen. Uh, so gosh, that one is horrible. <laughs> yeah. That one was just really, really boring and very so drab. Um yeah, uh, but this one, though, story. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, this one, though, I wasn't sure what to expect, but honestly, I, I just found this one a bit dull, to be honest. Okay. Like, again, yeah, the special effects are pretty solid, and the both the puppetry and the stop-motion effects are really cool, but, yeah, I just found the story just kind of felt like a little bit of a rehash of the first one, because the first one, it's a bunch of psychics coming to that coming to the motel and now it's just um, a bunch of paranormal investigators coming to the <laughs> motel. <laughs> so they like kind of just the re- same thing. <laughs> exactly. The same kind of thing again. And yeah, given like there's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie, I, I just didn't find that all that interesting or uh, engaging. And yeah, I just found that more on kind of the dull side, to be honest. Um, the performances are kind of like, eh, for most part, um, Although I think Steve Wells, who plays Andre Toulon, like mm-hmm. even though he does look like the Invisible Man in this movie, yeah. um, <laughs> I think he his performance is pretty memorable. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, the acting is kind of meh. And yeah, I think on a script level, it's pretty weak. And yeah, for, even though this movie is like under ninety minutes long, it just feels like it's just it would just felt a bit a, a bit too slow and kind of dragged out. In parts, like they were trying to figure out, you know, how to kind of stretch out a plot this fit, and hence why a lot of full moon films are basically no more than an hour these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just found this one kind of mostly a bit of a bore, to be honest. All right, Brian, what'd you think? All right. Now, I'm a fan of the Puppet Master series. I own the box set 
of all the movies. I own the the NECA figures of some of the characters. Well, just because you own it doesn't really mean much. I, I know. I'm getting. I'm getting <laughs> to that. Oh, um, I'm getting to that. <laughs> I, the original is it has a special place in my heart because uh, I I think I said it before when we uh, did the 1990 year in horror review. Like uh, a lot of movies, I hold close and dear to my heart because it was like at a time when I was just really getting introduced to horror and going to the VH store, VHS store a lot, video store. And that's why I love the original one. But B, yeah. you are completely 100% correct. This is a rehash of the first movie. I mean, just because you change them to paranormal investigators doesn't make it a brand new story. And, and I did more not, complicated. I did not care about any of these characters. And we got... I think we spent 75% of the time with these characters and not the puppets. I felt like the puppets were barely in it. Um, the kills were kind of... Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the kid that was... Uh, I mean, the kid that got killed by Torch, they didn't uh-huh. even show anything. They just kind of cut to the kid going, ah! <laughs> well, to, to be fair, it was a kid, you know. So yeah, I mean, the early nineties. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, but I just kind of was like, just show me something. I mean, yeah, get some practicals going in there somewhere. Right. I mean, like the one that drills through the guy's head. Yeah, sure, like, sure. That was all right. That was the best. Uh, one. <laughs> I'm always confused by the, I guess the how um, the one puppet works uh, pinhead okay he has I like the main little but the, with the puppet with the no the one with the big hands and, and the little oh. small head mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay you would think he just okay. strangle people yeah but he knocks this lady down and then drags her away i'm like right just because you have big hands don't mean you can like drag people away <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, you're still well, a foot and a half tall I felt like the size difference. Like sometimes yeah. they would pick him up or whatever, and I was I like, "Oh, he's bigger than I thought he was." <laughs> right. Um, I thought Torch was cool. I liked all his effects. Um, that that is pretty cool to read. That it, it was actually a, a puppet built with a blowtorch that shot flames out ten feet. That that's really <laughs> pretty fucking cool. No CGI fire there, huh? Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted more with uh, Blade because just in my memory as a kid, like he was always like the main guy or the main puppet out of all of them. And that one. Yeah. You don't really see him that much. And then he pops up at the end and he like flies through the air onto somebody's neck and tries (laughs) to stab him. And then he gets thrown down the, the, the laundry chute or something, but somehow he he ends up upstairs before the guy gets there sure. after getting thrown down the yeah. chute. I didn't understand maybe that. There was, maybe there was a dump. Maybe it was a dumb waiter and he like pulled the ropes and got up to the top before anybody yeah. else. Right? Come on. Okay. You guys are being a little <laughs> too harsh, man. Um, I did. I did. <laughs> I did it. On like SNL or something and it jumps on their face and they're like, ah! Right. <laughs> I did enjoy when Claude Rain showed up from the Invisible Man. Yes. Uh, that yes. Nazi, Nazi Claude Rains was great. Yeah, <laughs> I did. He actually I was did. pretty good, though. I liked it. Even him. though it was cheesy looking, I, I thought uh-huh. I thought the, 
the human puppet looking things were kind of creepy with the painted over oh, eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, very much so. I thought that looked pretty good, uh, but yeah, it just for me it just spent way too much time with the people, and I just I did not care. Just like the main actress's brother was, he can't handle his liquor, and I'm, I was like, <laughs> care. He's gonna, he's he'll probably be the first one to die, and then he <laughs> dies. And I did. You didn't give me I, care. I, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, that whole subplot with the brother, like, they set that up, like, that relationship between right. them both. And then they kill him off. And for some reason, they have his body on ice, but they don't call the cops. The cops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're that far away from town. Like, they could have called the cops about and, this, but they didn't. And, <laughs> and when the guy, the the, the son of the, the, the spiritual whatever she was supposed to be when he shows yep. up and they tell him your mother's missing and my brother died and he's, we got him downstairs. He's not shocked by any of this. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, another day. Going huh? on? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I didn't need to see his ass later when he yeah. jumped out. of the. <laughs> he's the only one that's able to jump out of torches flame. Yeah. Fast enough. There are, however, boobs in this. Yes, there are. So, I mean, you yeah. do get that <laughs> briefly. Yes. Lance, what'd you think? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree a little bit with you guys. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I actually enjoyed this one more, more than the first. I, I really, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the first puppet master. It, it puppet first puppet master is that one of those that probably like you guys, I saw over and over and over again on like late night TV shows and when it would come on night flight and when it would come on the midnight movie on TV and stuff like that. So got to see a lot of puppet master one. I, I think I might've only seen this one once or twice before. Um, but I've got to tell you, man, when you, you, you get the, you know, you get fucking Tulan in there who for what I loved about this movie was the ridiculousness of it. I mean, you get Tulan in there, for no fucking reason at all, like you guys said, he's doing his best Claude Rains impression, literally, literally uh, bandaged up like the Invisible Man. Yeah, nobody has a problem with it. No one has. Uh, a nobody, problem. nobody has a problem with it. And his bandages look awesome. like they need to be. They haven't been changed in a long time. Yeah, and everybody's just <laughs> talking to him normally. They're a little gross. Not only, <laughs> not only that, but he's over here trying to trying to mack on the on on the young girls and like yeah. putting an old phonograph record on and. Uh, dancing in, and then of course, you know, the uh, pissing off the other guy so much, he's like, uh, I, uh, "May I cut in?" And that's your prerogative, sir. <laughs> it's just like, so fucking cheesy and over the top. And I, I do love the new puppets, man. I, and I love the design. I absolutely loved the design of the flame shooting puppet with the bullets. You, I don't know if you yeah. guys noticed he had he had bullets for teeth, and. Um, I don't know. I just I just really enjoyed the overall cheesiness of this. This is one of those movies that I thought was really quite literally so bad it's good. It was really really bad for all the reasons that you guys say, but just for me it just it just scratched an itch for me that I that you know that that I really apparently needed scratch because I I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Now there there was one little part there. You're right. They did do a little, uh, quite a bit of character development, which at the beginning I didn't mind so much, but kind of toward the end there, it started getting a little, 
soap opera-ish, or it reminded of it reminded me of that old that old Saturday Night Live skit, the California ones, where they would all look at the camera and go, "Huh, dude, <laughs> what? Yeah, you know." And it was very obvious this was all filmed in California. I mean, you could see all the palm trees, and you know, it was the that famous hotel on the cliff that that all the movies were set in. But uh, I, I really sometimes you need a little cheese, boys. And this uh, for me, this did it. So. I really enjoyed it. I think Toulon completely stole the show. I mean, if, if that Toulon character hadn't been in there, I probably wouldn't have been enjoyed it as much as I did. But he was, so I, I really had fun. You see, Phil, this is why you say you say Nez. This is why I say Lance when I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I, I can sort of see your point of view because... I do kind of like the cheese. I do. I did like Toulon. I thought he was really good uh, in the movie. I mean, I didn't like him, but he was a, a good villain. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, but if it's going to be in the so bad that it's good category, I'm going to need a whole lot more cheese and a whole lot more puppets. It was uh, that bead you nailed it. I think it was kind of boring. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> like there was some lady getting killed, and I was like, "Wait, right. which one is this?" <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, well, if it was one with the nice tits, that one you remembered. The rest, you yeah. Didn't remember, so, so I got well, like compared to like, the first, well, they had pretty good implants in 1990. <laughs> compared to the first one, I mean, they're like a kill you remember from the first one is uh-huh. uh, uh, what is her the the leech lady. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. It's great. This one didn't have a standout kill. It right. was mostly torch burning people. Well, I guess tunneler, if nothing else, right? Where you, where you have to get permanent yeah. brain damage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then he, and then he gets one. beat to death with a lamp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that was kind of the standout kill, honestly, because I mean, yeah, you know, it's cool getting watching people get toasted, but. And I like the design of the puppet, right? You know, the flamethrower yeah. and all that. That was pretty cool, especially. I loved all the practical. designs of the puppets, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do. I like the design of all the puppets. They're all pretty creepy and and memorable. Uh, but yeah, like there's the lady that killed the one with the frying pan, and I was like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> that's not very menacing if an yeah. old fat lady can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, and, and I did like the design of the, uh, like the full puppets that, you know, obviously were people with makeup on, but mm-hmm. still, I thought it looked pretty cool. Looking, looking. Right. Like uncanny it, Valley. Like I was, was trying to figure out were they, were they like wax figures or were they people? But then I could see them kind of like moving. Yeah. <laughs> While they like, were supposed to be still. And like, pop out or something. And you're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was at least unnerving with the eyes and all. Um, Yeah, I think the story was maybe a little too diluted and uh, maybe convoluted is the right word. Uh, And and, uh, I just I would have liked to see more puppets and better kills. And had they had that, this would have completely changed this movie for me, which is why I like the original Puppet Master. Maybe maybe part three will 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 bring you guys back in. Maybe I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> All right, scores. Uh, Beat one to ten. Um, out of out of yeah, out of ten, I'll probably give it about a four out of ten. 
Like I, like I said, I think the, the puppets, once again, and the special effects are really cool. And I think the uh, uh, Andre Toulon is a pretty effective villain. And also, yeah, it has the, like, some, you know, some, some, some moments in there I was actually kind of surprised by, like, the kid getting burnt up, even though you didn't, right? you didn't see it. But, really yeah, outside it, of yeah. that, it, yeah, I mean, but compared to the first one, yeah, this one's a bit on the boring side. Well, yeah. of course not horrible. I mean, that's, you know, almost halfway, so. He's yeah, yeah. Like the only I real actor in the movie. The rest of them were just pretty people. Yeah. You know? who, who was the real actor? Too long. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. oh, for sure. I thought you were talking about the kid. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I know the, um, the actor who plays the psychic son, I think she, he's actually the brother of Corbin Burnson, I think. I can see I that. I can see that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I think I remember seeing him in a film we did for the Two Be Tuesdays podcast called Double Trouble with the Barbarian Brothers. So <laughs> I recognized him pretty quickly when <laughs> when he popped up on screen. Oh my gosh, I have not seen that movie in forever. That's the one where that's the one where they try they're like truck drivers and they're trying to do like a comedy movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and basically. And one of them's like a thief and the other one's a cop and the one who plays the cop it basically wears like Raiders jerseys throughout the entire movie. Okay, I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about now. <laughs> All right, Brian, score. Not my favorite <laughs> out of the franchise. Uh, not enough Not enough puppets. I really wanted puppets in this. I, I love the puppets. Like I said, I recommend if you if you're a collector, search out the NECA Puppet Master figures. They are extremely detailed. You get two of them in a pack, and it's like 30 bucks for the pack. And it's they got extra little stuff that goes with them. Super cool for any collector. But does does one of does one of them have a flame shooter that that shoots 10 feet? Uh, no, I'm well, sure. This, I'm sure somebody <laughs> out there has made that puppet. I would that. hope so. But too, trying to give me too much of the, the, the people and their backstory, like like sure. me and B talked about the, the drunk brother that just kind of went nowhere. Right. The only place he went was straight to his death right, right after he got drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the kills were kind of kind of lacking for me, so... A bit lame? I don't usually give low scores out, but I, I have to give this like a four. Okay. Again, I mean, you're almost to halfway, so that's not that bad. All right, Lance, yeah. you loved it, so it's four, right? No, I didn't give. I didn't love it. I, <laughs> I, I, I will give it a six. I mean, I definitely oh, okay. liked it a lot more than I didn't like it, and it was it was a lot of. I mean, I'm telling you, dude. Out of that six points, I would have probably been right with you guys, but but two two lines performance alone, and and the way he had the balls to mack on that that young girl and. <laughs> that that once the dancing scene with the old phonograph record just got me. So well, I mean, it's not that he had the balls because that she wasn't she supposed to be like his wife, like well, he thought, Yeah, he thought she was. I guess she reminded him of his lost wife or something like yeah. that, which you usually see more like in vampire movies, right, or immortal movies or what have you. But ah, uh, I, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll get. Give it a six. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And any any new listeners, Lance's six is like a regular eight. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a pretty good score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that 
four is a pretty generous score for this movie. I it's it's got some good stuff that brings it up, um, but on the whole, it <laughs> <laughs> another go member reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. On the whole, preparation right. H feels good. <laughs> Four. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to subspecies. In the dark past, humans were their prey, and blood was their life. I'm Radu. Find him before killing begins again. Now in modern-day Transylvania, eternal evil has reawakened. I'm afraid for you. Starring Michael Watson and Angus Scrim of Phantasm. Subspecies. The night has fangs. Uh, 1991. Moving up a year. Yes. Quality gets better. Uh, These students... uh, Sorry, three students get caught in a struggle between good a good vampire and his evil brother in the Transylvanian mountains. <laughs> Director that is scary, kids. <laughs> Director is Ted Nicolau, also known for Terror Vision and Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Speaking ah, of Puppet I re- Master. I remember, I remember Terror Vision. Y'all remember that one? That had some great practical effects in that, it. That's an oldie but a goodie, man. I'd have to look at it to see what it is. Uh, writers are Charles Band and uh, Jackson Barr and David Pabian. Pabian. Same guys. Yeah, some familiar names. Yeah. Um, this was the first American film to be shot in Romania, particularly in the aftermath of the fall of communism in Romania. Well, that sounds very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like filming in Ukraine right now or something. <laughs> The uh, subspecies minions were originally going to be played by live actors in costume. (laughs) (laughs) Director Ted Nicolau thought that the stuntmen were overacting and that it didn't look well overall. So he brought in FX artist David Allen. (laughs) Oh, God. To work with the subspecies stop motion puppets. And this is what we got. That's true. <laughs> I kind of David Allen Greer would have done better. I kind of want to see overacting stuntmen in costumes. I know, right, me too. Right. Little demon stuntmen. <laughs> They're probably jumping around like retards. Uh, in the in the gate, those were uh, those were uh, people in costumes. Okay. Oh, were they? The, 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 the little, yeah, the little minions. Better. It looked better. <laughs> All right, bead. Uh, what'd you think of subspecies? 
I gotta be honest, I didn't mind this one to be honest. Like yeah. it like it's definitely not the most original vampire film you're gonna see. Like, I mean, a lot of things that are in this movie we've seen many times before, but I think it has a good bit of atmosphere in it. And I think compared to the acting in <laughs> Puppet Master 2, I think everyone actually puts in a pretty solid performance in this one. And I think um Anders Hall try their best. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I think Anders Hov, who plays the role of Radu, is that is that yeah, maybe this right? Yeah, Radu, the the, the evil guy, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I no, thought he was because he's 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 got pancake white pancake uh, makeup all over his face, right? Well, well, that and also like it's very obvious. Like his like his look was very modeled on uh, Nosferatu, like yeah. Count all sure the fingers. Um, the fingers. Yeah, exactly. The fingers, the uh, sort of the face, but, you know, with, with a wig on top. Um, but I honestly thought even <laughs> with this kind of um, <laughs> Nosferatu comparisons, I think he still gave a pretty cool performance. And it's no wonder, like, they kept... I mean, I haven't seen the other films, but I know he's in yeah. all of them. So he's definitely... A, I can definitely see why they would want to keep bringing him back because he's really good in this film. And I think kind of shooting it on location to on Romania definitely gives the film that kind of authentic feel to okay. it, like of that kind of area. And yeah, I just found it quite an enjoyable little movie. Like again, it's not the most original vampire film you're ever gonna see, but yeah, like but I did find it enjoyable overall. And I, I will give credit, like it wouldn't be a full moon film if there wasn't like weird stop motion uh, special effects right, in this movie right. with those little creature <laughs> things. So it, it, was no, it was no Twilight, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay. But uh, but um, <laughs> but overall, yeah, I kind of uh, enjoyed this one surprisingly. I think this was my first time watching it too, so wasn't sure. I mean, I've heard about it for years, especially even seeing the video cover of it at the uh, at the video store when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. kind of getting around the Sega for the first time, I just thought, yeah, it's actually a pretty solid little movie. Not great, but, you know, an enjoyable one. All right. Brian, what'd you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, first time watch, but I know, what is his name, Radu? I, I know that face. I know the name of the not, movie. Not to I, be confused with Ragu, right? No, no. <laughs> I've I definitely, like, if somebody brings up subspecies, I know what they're talking about. It's just I've never got around to watching this movie or any of the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing new to the story, but I thought, like Bead said, uh, it brought it had good atmosphere. Um, I like the setting uh, in Romania. I thought I thought that added a good touch to it. The, the castles and stuff like that. I thought his makeup effects were pretty good. Um, the man, did Stefan Stefan was that the brother? Did he get the good deal yep. out of being a vampire? Because right. he looks like a regular dude <laughs> compared to. <his laughs> He's- like, he, he like, I honestly think that Robert Pattinson based his Twilight look on probably, this guy. He looks, so so much like, yeah. he looks so much like Edward Cullen in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Redu, At least he uh, look like Tom Cullen, and that's yeah. M O O N that spells Tom Cullen. <laughs> uh, Redu, I think his makeup effects look pretty cool. Um, even though I think those hands are completely useless useless to grab anything uh, they, they do look <laughs> creepy like around with them. <laughs> um i do like the little effects of like when he gets caught like sucking on someone's neck and someone walks in that that little 
part of his shadow backing out into the into the the moonlight. And they did uh, it twice. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I liked it. I liked it. It it kind of added to his little vampire lore or whatever. Um, Lance, you you get boobs because they got a girl chained up and they conveniently yeah. have pulls out every time they cut to her. So. Um, but yeah, um, basic story, you know, they're, they're trying to, they're battling over power over the, the fucking bloodstone or whatever the, the hell's going on. And they, they want to kill, they want to kill Radu, but they somehow have never got to, even though the old man at the end says, I'm just going to go to his castle and open up his coffin and shoot the shotgun with rosary beads into his chest. And like, (laughs) do it. Yeah, he was like, I know where he sleeps. And I was like, well, why the fuck didn't you do something about this earlier? (laughs) But overall, I I did enjoy this. I definitely enjoyed this a lot more than Puppet Master 2. Um, I kind of want to check out the the other movies to see. uh, Because like I said, I know this has a cult following. Especially like looking on the internet and stuff. There's a lot of fans of these movies. So I definitely want to check out more. And uh yeah, um, I kind of had a good time for for a first time watch. I, I wasn't really expecting much out of it, but pretty decent little vampire flick. All right, uh, Lance, what'd you think? So, so can you guys explain to me what this bloodstone is? Because it's like it seems like they're always sucking on it and getting blood out of it, but it's like a never-ending source of blood. Got to suck the blood out of the bloodstone and then transfer it into the okay. lady. I don't know. But why then, if the bloodstone has an unlimited amount of blood, do you even need to suck on necks? Because he wanted to suck on some. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, didn't you know, know what? I think. You know what? No, I think I think you guys I think you guys are insane to say this is better than Puppet Master Two. Oh, Man, this Lance is, is back. This is garbage. Lance is back. <laughs> this was really bad. I mean, you want to talk about a horrible soap opera that, that, that has no action in it whatsoever? Soap opera. Jesus yeah. Christ, guys. Come on, seriously? You get these three chicks that are like on a road trip or whatever, and one of them's, you know, I don't, what kind of bizarre, you know, Eastern European accent was that anyway? And, and how did she end up with them? And the other two were like American Barbie girls or whatever, and then... I, I, I don't know, man. I, the bloodstone thing just totally took me out of it because it's all, all kidding aside. If you've got a bloodstone that has that power, why you know why not just? I, I'm I'm really confused. Maybe the other movies will clear it up for us or whatever. But and then the way that Radu did look like a fucking Nosferatu with all the makeup and shit and the long fingers, and then this other dude is his brother. He can fucking come out during the day. He looks like a human. He's got. He looks like fucking James Dean or See, something like I, that. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Didn't they say he there was a difference between like vampire? There's good vampires and bad vampires. Now yeah. it's now yeah. I hate it even maybe, more. Maybe he, maybe he, uh, Radu. Maybe he kills innocent people and he's so evil that oh evil God. has morphed him into what it is now. Right, Brian. Right, right, well, just the fact that you're saying maybe. Proves but, my point right there. The movie didn't explain enough at all. Well, and, the good vampire, his mother was human. Ah, see. Like oh, you got the blade complex yeah. going. 
Yeah, and um, Radu was was the child of an evil witch that bit okay. his father. Uh, See, everything is explained. Everything's coming together now. And, but and also, listening. I think, I mean, I, I mean, I'll have to watch the other films to find out how exactly the Bloodstone works. But what I gathered from the film is basically like vampires have not fed on the vampires have not fed on the villagers because they have had the bloodstone so i guess right, from right, what right. i gathered from the film is that with one sip of the bloodstone like that kind of quenches the first but if you take yes. too much of it then you'll be driven to want to get more blood hence what very much like drugs poison yeah very much like drugs so <laughs> it's not only that is the bloodstone is not enough to quench the first. Then Radu yeah. goes and starts uh, chowing oh, down okay. on the villagers. Okay. You, you see, B, he, he, yes. Lance doesn't like the bloodstone because it was in a werewolf by night, and he didn't like werewolf by night. <laughs> I, I, no, I liked it. I just didn't love it as much as you guys all did. Yeah, but when you say that, then you're giving it a score of like five or something like that. Uh, yeah, well, all right. So anyway, that a little bored with this movie philip what'd you think man uh you know what i kind of agree with you lance i <laughs> like okay so the movie starts out and the guy starts like breaking his fingers off right the tips of his fingers and they fall down and it's super gross and they have great practical effects on it it's oozing stuff out mm-hmm. it gets a little goofy with the ooze because it looks kind of computer animated there for a minute which is <laughs> in 1991 was not awesome yeah uh, <laughs> But they were, the using, little, they were using TRS 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the little, playing, the and little, playing the Oregon Trail. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the old Max. <laughs> uh, and then, but then the little demon guys pop up, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, that was so bad. It's that one was of the these. worst anime. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I didn't mention, guys. The demons, the little. <sighs> There was no so reason, reason it's for like, them to be there. No, they just look well, but even if there was, they just look superimposed over yeah. everything else. It's like it's not even like a really, really good Ray Harryhausen movie that would have come out twenty or thirty years earlier. You know, it's mm. just bad. But that's me. Yeah, you thought I, you were getting Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> if Ray Harryhausen had been involved in this film, I think it would have been a lot better. Well, I was kind of disappointed by the little demon guys doing the stop motion thing i mean there's times when that's awesome and it's in really super yeah. cheesy horror movies when it's done well yeah and there's like lots of blood and guts and cool kills and stuff or when like it's that. like a, a gorilla with a space helmet on yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i i feel like it felt out of place in this movie because yeah. this movie yeah. felt like a like made for tv vampire soap opera Ooh. Yeah, they they didn't bother me as much. I mean, they're they're completely horrible. But yeah, if if they were in the like we, we were talking about the gate, if they were in the movie as much as those demons were in the gate, then it sure. would, this movie sure. would have just completely been un, unwatchable to unwatchable. me. Unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, and and Phil, they did serve a purpose. They had to drop the net on on Stefan later in the movie. Fair enough. That's fair true. enough. <laughs> <laughs> little weird demons little and then, yeah, like there's there's a scene where the good vampire guy is talking to the main girl and like he brushes her face and she's <gasps> you know <laughs> does the whole soap opera thingy uh i it, 
It was all right. I thought I, I thought the uh, the Romanian set was was pretty cool. Uh, well, I have I have a quick question. Uh, any you guys have seen Castle Free, right? Oh sure, and, the, and the and the remake. I really enjoyed is this the same remake. setting? Does the original? Um, it kind of reminded I, me. I don't know. I, I I thought Castle Freak was wasn't that. I mean, I could be completely wrong, so give me if I am. But wasn't that set in Italy though, not in oh, Romania? Okay. Possibly. But I mean, it's so I kind of had the same atmosphere though. I think is what Brian is yeah. getting at. But I but Castle Freak was that also a full moon feature? The uh, yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, see, I I really enjoyed the remake. I thought that was that was pretty well done. Yeah. The one that came out a couple of years ago, but uh, yeah, it was bad. I, I see what Brian means by the vibe, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I didn't completely hate it. Uh, I I thought the the setting was really cool. I liked the uh, storyline. It was sort of a classic vampire Nosferatu thing. The guy's makeup looked great until he lifted his head, and you could see like his skin. You under- could see the, <laughs> the flesh colored skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I noticed that too. One of those ladies that wears way too much makeup, and her face is a yeah. different shape than her neck. <laughs> like uh, Tammy Tammy Ray Faye or whatever yeah. her name is. But. Uh, but uh. But aside from that, I thought it was cool. I like the long fingers. They do seem kind of useless. But... Kind of creepy. <laughs> useless. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, think, I think the story, there was something there. And uh, maybe it just oh. was, maybe they didn't have enough budget to really execute it the way that they probably yeah, you got a, You got at least four more movies to find out, so we'll see. Oh, yay. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh scores. Bean, what do you think? I'm gonna give this one a six out of ten. Like I would like I said, it's not yeah, the most nice, original vampire nice. film you're gonna see, but you know, for what it is, I found it quite enjoyable. Like, yeah, definitely the low budget kind of hinders it, but I could imagine like sure. the the sequels might be a little bit better. If not, maybe they they're still the same budget, but hopefully they're kind of a bit more a little bit more ambitious with their storytelling, but uh, but for right. this first one though, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid overall. Nice, Brian. Uh, straightforward vampire story. Makeup effects was okay. I did like the atmosphere and the setting. Um, the the little demon things they didn't bother me just for the fact they're only in a few scenes, but they're completely horrible. I still want to see. Overacting stuntmen in costumes. Moving oh around. yeah, <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna give this I one. <laughs> I am gonna I am gonna continue with the series just because I'm curious to see how it got to five movies or about to I'm, be five movies with the new I'm one coming. Sure we will, I'm sure we will too, Brian. Since you write the schedule, <laughs> what do we want. Uh, I'm going to give this a five point five. Nice. That's yeah. good, man. You guys did yeah, not not bad. Not bad. We're on a roll here. All right, Lance, bring us down. Yep. Three. It's a three. Ooh. It's a, no, that's not that bad. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's 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 a third. It's almost a third good. So, it, 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 no, it's not a good movie. Not a it's good, good movie batting at all, average yeah. baseball. <laughs> no, no, it's really, really, really bad. It, it's bad because you've got the one. It, it, I can't get over the stupid little creatures. I can't get over the makeup, how vastly different the makeup is on both characters. Uh, the the old man was kind of funny. He was kind of cool. The one that was, like you said, shooting uh, 
anal beads out of a shotgun. Is that what you said? Oh, no, wait. Never mind. You said religious beads or whatever. Um, (laughs) Why can't they be both? (laughs) Sure. Well, ask any priest. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, uh, yeah, it was, uh uh-oh. Did I just get us canceled (laughs) again? Um, No, I'm pretty sure you're allowed to make fun of that. Not great. Not great, guys. Not great. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the same score as Puppet Master two and give it a four. I think there's definitely okay. some redeeming okay. qualities in here, but I don't plan on watching this movie again in the near future. <laughs> we we weren't worlds apart then, guys, on either uh-huh. movie. So, and I think we'll get an explanation on the Bloodstone because I'm looking. The sequel is titled Bloodstone. Bloodstone. Subspecies okay. two. See, and I feel like had I watched this when it first came out, I I, I didn't I sure. have never seen this before until now. Uh, but I feel like had I watched it when I was younger, you know, maybe it would have a nostalgia effect, and you know, sometimes that makes bad movies seem a whole lot better than they are. Absolutely, just ask Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> um, B, thanks for coming on, dude. Where can where can everybody find you? Yeah, well, thanks for inviting me back on, guys. It's always fun to be on the show, as always. Um, yeah, well, if people want to find me, they can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash bjamited. You can also find all the podcasts on of the Super Network on all podcast streaming services everywhere. That, like the, all the shows I co-host with Super Marcy, like the 2B Tuesdays podcast, which we also do with uh, Mike Batchelor, uh, also Podcasters of Horror, the Osboid cast, uh, the King Zone podcast, and of course, uh, the Super Podcast. Uh, a lot of those shows are going to be back very soon. Some of them have been on hiatus at the moment, but those ones will be back very soon. And also, people can check out my solo podcast, uh, Beat vs. the Living Dead, on all podcast streaming services everywhere, and follow the official Twitter account for that at twitter.com slash beatvstld. Yes, Evil Dead movies that are Evil Dead. I'm sorry, <laughs> Living Dead movies. <laughs> Living Dead movies that none of us knew existed until you brought us into that universe. So we appreciate indeed, that. Indeed. Uh, when's, uh, movies. when's Marcus going to get a podcast? Well, Marcus, well, we'll definitely Marcus work does on a lot of writing. <laughs> He's so busy well, writing. Uh, well, Marcus says not only has he been doing a lot of great writing for the site, he has appeared on episodes of. Of the shows, including yes, mine, and I believe he will be coming back on Bean vs. the Living Dead very soon, so you'll have to stay tuned for we that. We will. One. We will. <laughs> um, and a special announcement, uh, Nez and I will both be at Texas Frightmare Weekend. We'll at least be there Friday. What happens after that, I'm not sure, because of family obligations and things like that, but uh, if you are going to be attending Texas Frightmare and you listen to this, uh, look for us Friday, man. I'll be I'll be the one carrying around a backpack full of the, the koozies that we were supposed to send to our listeners three months ago. And yeah. um, if, you, if you didn't get one, because it's <laughs> handed them out, it's like this frightening. No, th- this this is not a joke, and this is not a test. I literally will be mailing some the first batch out this week. So and and and, and they'll they'll go in two batches, not the original three. So if you're a Patreon. Uh, supporter, you'll you will you will within the next two to three weeks be receiving koozies, and that and that's a promise. Um, unlike our uh, remake of the <laughs> the fanatic that we still haven't gotten around to, which we promised what three years ago now, be two years ago. Yeah, 
Indeed, indeed. But Marcy, Marcy, how that happened. Marcy has <laughs> yeah. a script, so we don't even have to it, worry if she goes on a writer's strike. It happened through the pandemic. We were all losing our minds, and then it's we like were, we're like, let's, let's, let's remake the fanatic. All right. Yes. Well, we, we'd like to thank you guys for all listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, you can find us at thehorrorreturns.com and uh, rate us and review us, whether it be uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever you whatever you use to listen to us. We, we appreciate that. Consider becoming a Patreon patron. It's very easy. Just go to our Patreon page. Just, uh, I guess, Google Patreon and type The Horror Returns and you can't miss us. And um, next week, we're going to be continuing a psycho retrospective, which makes me wonder if Beat or anyone from Super Network will be with us. Indeed, indeed. I guess people <laughs> just have to stay tuned to find out if we okay. may or may not be on that episode. <laughs> but we're going to cover Psycho 3 and 4. So, uh, Brian, until the horror returns again. Good night.